This is a LibriVox recording. All the LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. You're listening to a section of the LibriVox Nano Remo project, in which a number of LibriVox volunteers write and record a whole novel together, in serial form, during November 2006. The project is based on the idea started by the National Novel Writing Month. Chapter 14 Written and recorded by Chris Govinge. JFK had the distinctive smell of an airport washed by recent rain as Trevor and Hazel hailed a taxi and climbed, or in Trevor's case collapsed, into the back seat. God, I hate travelling, he muttered to himself as Hazel spoke to the driver. Coming through customs, they'd agreed it was worth trying the New York University Department of Linguistics, where Professor Frazak had delivered a lecture the previous afternoon, in case he had stayed overnight before heading to Cornell, the next stop on his speaking tour. The energy of the city, buzzing with morning commuters, seemed to mock Trevor's jet-lagged lethargy. Wearily, he realised he hadn't even turned his cell phone back on after the flight. The phone played a depressingly cheerful melody as it powered up, announcing that he had missed three calls during the flight. Suddenly Trevor was wide awake, staring at the display. He hadn't missed three calls during the flight. He'd missed three calls in the last twenty minutes, all from the same number, a number he knew almost as well as his own. What the hell? Before he even had time to complete the thought, the phone rang. Hi, Tracy? Where the hell are you, Trevor? Tracy's voice was full of not-so-well-suppressed panic. Why haven't you been answering your phone? It's okay, Tace. I'm just back in the country, just landed at JFK, heading into town now, then probably out to Cornell. Cornell? What's this all about, Trevor? What's going on? Tracy, there's not much I can tell you right now. I just need you to trust me. What I'm doing, it's really important. Damn you, Trevor! It's not as important as your family, as my kids. Michael and Natalie, Trevor, I don't know where my kids are. Now there was no attempt to hide the panic in her voice. I was going to take them to the shelter, but, oh hell, I don't know how to explain it. This guy, Guffart, he knows all about the documents, knew about your plane tickets. He seemed to know everything. He convinced me you would send him, that you needed me, that Worldcon would look after Stephen and the kids. And you went with him. You don't understand, Trevor, he knew everything. About my work at Cornell. About the documents I sent you. You sent? Yes, I sent. How could he know about them if you didn't tell him? But you didn't, did you? And now I'm God knows where, in some medieval monastery by the looks of things, with an old guy who's some sort of cross between Dan Brown and Yoda and... Tracy's voice cracked. Trevor, I don't know where my kids are. Tracy, sis, I swear, I'll find your kids. I'll find Michael and Natalie. Where are you? France, I think. Trevor could hear his sister fighting to remain calm, to think and speak clearly. My cell phone says Gonsolin. It was a long flight, and it's early afternoon here now. Morning in New York? Eightish. That makes sense. Old buildings, like I say, cold too, probably at altitude. French Alps? Okay. Why didn't you call me till now? I only got my phone back this morning. I must have dropped it while they were ringing me here. Anyway, Gerhardt returned it to me half an hour ago. I've been trying to call you and Stephen ever since. Trevor's heart, already working overtime, stopped. Oh, shit. They gave you your phone back. His voice was deathly calm. And I told you where I was and where I was going. What are you talking about? 
there was a moment's silence on the other end of the line. Then, in broken check, and a suddenly subdued voice, Tracy continued, "'There's something else, Trevor. I heard them talking last night. Couldn't hear what they were saying, but I overheard a name I recognised. An old friend of yours. From Cambridge? Who was killed in a plane crash?' Trevor's check was fluent, but he spoke slowly and simply, unsure just how much his sister would be able to follow. "'Okay, Tracy, listen. I'm going to find Stephen and the kids. If you get hold of Stephen, call me. No, tell him to call me. I'll—' Something about the silence at the other end told Trevor the line had gone dead. Only as he looked up and met Hazel's eyes did he realise his own were full of tears, and hers of sympathy. "'I only heard some of that, but I think I can help, or rather—' I think we can help. If you tell me all you can, I can have people find your sister and her children. But you have to trust me. We have to keep going. Understanding this manuscript is more important than ever. Trust you. There's one question I need you to answer first. If I can, I will. What do you know about Rebecca Sharp? End of chapter 14 Recorded on November 15th, 2006, in Sydney, Australia.